This is the Tour de France podcast for idiots by idiots with your hosts, Jelly and Mustard, sponsored by Hand Up Gloves. Bonjour. Bonjour, mes me. Hello. Hello, friends. Hello, Mustard. Hello, Jelly. I've missed you. Where where are you? Can you disclose your location? I'm up in the north woods of Maine, way, way back, out in nowhere. And you have internet. Yeah, I found some internet. Uh, I walked into a convenience store yesterday and expected to be be seen and be known and... Everybody looked at me like I was some kind of weirdo. They didn't know who I was. That's that's crazy. Like, you know, they didn't uh, know you were world world they, renowned podcaster had, mustard. They had no idea. So that's I've got crazy. work to do. I've got I, work to do. I will admit, I had a similar experience in uh, in Gadsden, Alabama, yesterday. As as we mentioned, Troy and I uh, took our band on the road. We had a, a show down there which was yeah. lovely. We had a great time, but um, not a single person asked me about this podcast. That's so weird. I know. I know. I mean, we've, we're hearing from people in Switzerland, people in Finland, people making yarn. Like, yeah, I thought we were really touching well, all, all corners of the globe, much to our disappointment. Uh, at least the good people of North Alabama and of Maine. Uh, maybe we haven't, maybe we hadn't cracked that audience yet. Yeah. Mostly. I think we have a few more people to touch in this world and we've we're, got, we're going to do it. We've got work to do. We've got work. We will not rest. So how are, how are your how are your travels? I know everyone's curious. Oh, it's yeah, it's beautiful up here. Uh, the air is fresh and the water is clean. Uh, much cooler than Tennessee, so I'm loving that. It's a wonderful, wonderful place. Seen any any meese? Haven't seen any meese. Any uh, moose? Mooses? Moose eye? Not yet. Huh. That's that's on the agenda. Got to see one. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Oh, yeah. Sure as mustard will see a moose, today we saw action at the Tour de France. Is that, how do you even segue from moose to to this? I don't know. Well, I can tell you, moose are very elusive, and we saw some some elusive maneuvers today. Nice. In the race. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll use that. Man, (laughs) um... I was yeah, I was very tired. I got home very late last night, mustard from our rock and roll travels, and I slept in a little bit and woke up to crashes caused by selfie takers, massive yeah. pileups. What tell, was that? Tell us about it. It was. I mean, I had to play catch up on that a little bit. I hope somebody's going to jail today for that maneuver. You know, we. It's great to have the fans out there pumping up the race. Everyone's excited, but. Maybe not take a selfie of yourself in the road, it's leaning always, out into the road when the peloton's going by. Maybe not. Just a suggestion. We've seen some real, we've seen some real <laughs> doozies this year, um, and it's you know we've talked about it. It's it's the double edged sword of the fan access to the Tour de France, right? right it is right. amazing because you can be right there, right? You can you can quite literally reach out and touch someone, but you can also quite literally change the course of, of the race and thus the course of uh, cycling history uh, just by being the guy to take a selfie at the wrong yeah. time. My God. And we've seen it all. We've seen it with the fans. We've also seen it with race officials and motos. Right. 
again, actually, again today, it wasn't the moto driver's fault today, but uh, the crash by uh, um, Neelans, Chris Neelans. Oh, yeah. He shouldn't have been grabbing a water bottle on a turn on a downhill. Really it was a really bad decision on his part. For those of you that uh, that don't know what we're talking about uh, or may have missed it, early in the stage, uh, a fan just steps out into the road to take a selfie and just takes out the entire race, just yeah. takes down 50 people go piling up. And luckily, I, I mean, I don't did anyone abandon as a result of that? I, I don't, don't know. think anyone abandoned, but. Uh, Sepp Koos got hurt pretty bad, which is scary because, you know, he's a very important yeah. uh, person and plays a key role in this in this race for Jumbo Visma. Mm-hmm. Um, one one withdrawal today. I don't know if it was as a result of that or not, but Danny Martinez from Ineos, um, oh, uh, one of their Colombian uh, strong climbers, withdrew. I'm not sure. But he did no, not DNS. That he did not start. So yeah, that's from that. a crash from yesterday. He, okay. he suffered a concussion. Yeah, he suffered. That's that's it. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's interesting. Yesterday, you know, we we talked about the the big crash yesterday, and there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven uh, people withdrew from the race yesterday, including big names like Roman Bardet. Uh, James Shaw for EF has had a really good tour. He's he's wow. a Brit for EF. And Esteban Chavez also withdrew yesterday for EF. So uh, not so a great day. Not a great day for uh, anybody there. No, no. <clears throat> but Some big names out. But mercifully, the big crash, selfie-inflicted crash, did not cause any withdrawals today. Um, but it did kind of split things up a little bit, as I, as I think you were saying, the breakaway was already going. The breakaway um, was already going. You know, that that crash stopped the Peloton, and that's why we got such a, a big spread from the Peloton and the breakaway. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some big names in the breakaway, caused them to get out and stay out. So it pretty much just became a a fight between them as yeah. the fo- focus point. And there um, so, were, this thing was strung out today, man. I mean, we, yeah. we ex- expected that, uh, I think, with the profile of the course, which was just mountainy, 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 mountainy today. Uh, as we discussed, it was uh, mm-hmm. going to be a doozy. Um, we should probably at this point let Sugar tell us where we started today and where we were heading. And then we can get into kind of how everything shook out. Sugar? Yeah. Bonjour, Jelly. Sugar here. Today's stage starts in Les Gets Les Ports de Solaire. We have three Category 1 climbs, a Category 3 climb, and a Category 2 climb. Our first climb, which comes after the sprint, is the Col de la Fordes de Montemin. The next climb is the Col de la Croix Fry. The next climb after that is the Col des Areves. The second to last climb is a Category 2 up the Cote des Armands. And then we finish on a Category 1 climb up to St. Jervis Montblanc. Au revoir, fellas. St. <laughs> Jervis. Well done, St. Jervis. What was I mean, that? My bad. I thought it was Saint Saint Gervais, but Saint-Gervais. you know, 
What do I know, Jelly? What was St. Jervis the patron saint of, I wonder? <laughs> no telling. No telling. Uh, likely, St. Jervis, uh, my guess would be the patron saint of quality cycling uh, gear at good prices. And if if he were around today, St. Gervais would, would Jervis, whatever, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Ricky Gervais. <laughs> would be uh, likely going to handupgloves.com where he could enter the discount code idiots and get 20% off there. Um, and then he'd likely also go over to the blackbibs.com. If I were, uh, you know, a, a saintly person, I would, you know, I yeah, would, I would not want to spend more than I have to on bibs. No. And, and, and get $40 bibs there at the blackbibs.com. Yeah. That's what I'd do if I were the saint, the, the patron saint of quality <laughs> retail cycling. Yeah, you'd, You'd want to seize the opportunity. I would, you know, as a saint, because after this tour, there's no more twenty percent off. No, no, it ends at the end of the Use tour, us. and we have one week to go to to get to that point. And man, today ended the second week. Uh, there's a rest day tomorrow, mustard, and then after that, we come back with the only individual time trial in the entire tour this year. Which we should we should talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so that people who are new and, and we know because people have been reaching out that we've got a lot of first timers to the tour here. I actually watched the race with some first timers today. Uh, it was a lot of fun explaining. It's it's hard to explain, you know, when somebody's watching it yeah. for the first time, we're like, well, it, there's a race going on, but there are also like 10 races going on at the same time. Yeah. So um, a lot of, always a lot of fun when you can kind of watch it with new folks and, and, um, see people get into it and, and hopefully they do when they're, when they're exposed to it. But man, after the chaos of the crash, uh, this race was stretched out today. There were breakaways, there were chase groups, there were, you know, there was, uh, it was, it was all over the place. Ultimately, um, as it, as it shook out, um, the breakaways as, as always happens, the infighting starts, the attacking starts and, and on these big mountain days, it's, you know, it's who's got the, who's got enough left in the tank to, to get away. And will it be enough to hold off the Peloton and hold off the leaders who, I mean, we know the strongest climbers in this race are Pudgy Carl and my name is Jonas, right? There's no question Absolutely. about that. So if they were all start the final climb at the same time, the winner is going to be one of those two guys because A, they're the strongest, B, they have the strongest teams those two things are, are going to add up to that. So on these big mountain stages, anybody, you know, anybody who wants to win that didn't one of those guys has either got to make a really, really sly move like Rodriguez did yesterday, or you got to be in the breakaway and, and hope it sticks. And today it was a day for the breakaway and a day for the Wouts, as it turns out. <laughs> team, team Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Some Wout on Wout action. Wout on Wout. <laughs> there is a, uh, Wout Poles for Bahrain Victorious and one of our favorites, Wout Van Aert, uh, of course, the big strong man for Jumbo Visma. And ultimately the you know, the big man is just he's just too big for to to take that. And there's like skinny Wout and less skinny Wout. I mean yeah, they're both skinny Wout. He's he's, pow he's powerful, but and actually let me correct you, uh Jelly there. Wout Pools, his name is actually Wouter Lambertus Martinus Henricus Pools. Oh my goodness. He has five names. Is he a, he sounds like a character in Gladiator. Yeah. It, he has amazing names. He sounds like a gladiator. Wow. Or like a, like a Roman emperor or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
he but, was. I mean, a big day for him, though. I mean, I'm happy for him. First stage win of a 10-year career in the Tour. That surprised me. I thought I mean, he's won races, obviously. Like, he's yeah, won yeah. races. But I was surprised to learn that it was his first Tour stage win today. I really thought first he had won one. one before. Yeah. Um, but he is a guy. We've seen him in the service of other big riders a lot in the past, right? I mean, he's yeah. he has been a great domestique. Um, he has been on he's been on tour winning teams. I'm I'm pretty positive of that. Um, but he is yeah he was on uh, Sky. Thought so. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Thought so. Um, but a great rider, a guy that's been around for a while, one of the skinniest dudes in the peloton, and and <laughs> you know in a race full of super skinny people, you know uh, the one of the wiriest dudes is going to have an advantage on that final climb and ultimately you know i mean how much do you th- more do you think welt van Aert weighs than weltus oh, decimus man. aurelius maximus Pal- uh, at least Paolo. 20 pounds i mean and that that makes a big difference man and in it, this game where every ounce matters you know every pound you can shave off of a bike or yourself or your clothes you know that makes a that makes a big difference and he it when he was following welt van Aert on the the downhill and the flats, it looked like he was really suffering and Mark Soler was up there and they Mm -hmm. eventually dropped him. But then when it started pitching up again, he came around Van Ert and Mm -hmm. he was not suffering. He might've been playing a little sneaky. You got to think on a climb that would, you know, that wasn't quite, I mean, these Alpine climbs, man, these pitches are so steep. Yeah. So steep. I mean, at some point these guys are going like, you know, less than 10 miles an hour, you know, like six, seven miles an hour on some of this really steep stuff. So, you know, if we're back in the Pyrenees and it's a more gradual climb, you know, maybe Big Welt uh, could could power power through on that. But too steep at the end of the day. And Welt Powell's takes the stage win. Another second place for Welt Van Air. Man, he's just been so Always. close this year so many so times, close. but it is. It Always is not, the bridesmaid. I know this year he is, and you know their team's going well. He's done. He's done a lot for the team this year, no doubt. The team's going well. I think the team's got to be happy after today. Uh, Jumbo okay. Visma. Once once the stage win was decided, and Powell's was there, and and you know again that's a that's another another great victory for Bahrain victorious this year. They've they've yeah. had a great had a great run. Um, of stage wins there. So congrats to them. Congrats to Wal Powell's obviously a big result for him. <clears throat> the getting back to the GC yellow Jersey battle, we go into the day mustard. We're separated by nine, ten, nine seconds or 10 seconds. It stayed ten the seconds. Same. It's 10 seconds going into yeah. the day. And we, we just kept waiting on the fireworks at the end, right? Like yeah. they, they were like six minutes behind the stage winner and it ends up coming down to Yates and Pudgy Carl, Adam Yates, Pudgy Carl, and uh, my name is Jonas. And it's like, where's the attack? Where's the attack? Which it's got to be coming. It's got to be coming. He kind of left it out there late. I thought he he Pudgy went a little Carl. late, which they had it set up perfectly. It looked like UAE had been, you know, was ready to play some serious games. They, like you said, they had a, Adam Yates. They even had. Um, Solaire dropped back. So he had two riders with him. Jonas had nobody. Yep. And I mean, he should have, he should have went a little earlier, but he didn't. Some people were questioning whether he was actually maybe hurting. Yeah. Um, I couldn't so tell. There's that. 
I was wondering either I kept I, I went back and forth. I was like either either Pudgy Carl is hurting right now and he doesn't have the gas to step on it here, or he's rope-a-doping Jonas, trying to make Jonas think he's weak, trying right. to make Jonas go for the attack and then punch him. And I, I think at the end of the day, man, he was just he just didn't have it today. Yeah, I think so. So too. His attack what wasn't quite as a as a uh, aggressive as it usually is yeah um but if he would have had the energy and and felt it it he would would have been quite pretty perfectly set up having gates go up the road like that they tried to lead jonas away and wear him Mm -hmm. out but jonas won't leave his side he's like i got my i got my eye on one man Mm -hmm. and carl and jonas wrote it wrote it smart he played defense I, i you know i do wonder if you know, he, he maybe should have taken a couple of seconds and, and tried for it, but I feel, I feel like he should have just to get a little more cushion, but who, you know, those guys, I do, I do too, but man, how can you, yeah, it's easy to armchair quarterback that when you haven't just written up a freaking 15% exactly. gradient, but so we go, we, we end the day, you know, they finish well behind the stage winners, but we end the day with a GC overall battle that looks like this. You've got Vingago, my name is Jonas, in the yellow jersey, still with a 10-second lead over um, Pudgy Carl, Pogacar. And then Carlos Rodriguez, who rode his way onto the podium yesterday, is 5 minutes and 21 seconds behind Vingago. Adam Yates... Rode very well today, pulled himself up into fourth overall. And Jai Henley fell down another notch today, did not have a great day. He's now in fifth. Sepp Koos is now up in sixth, Mustard. He Which, has almost, well, he's a good ways behind fifth, Henley. He's a solid three minutes and yeah. 15 odd seconds back. But it's amazing, though, because he's yeah. the one that was involved in that crash and he's injured. His knee is bleeding, his arm yep. is bleeding. Mm hmm. And he still, he pulled himself together. Yeah. Of course, they had, they did have, I don't know if you saw that, they had Dylan Van Barl on the front, basically pulling the entire mm-hmm. peloton all day. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest of the top 10 keeps, keeps jumping around. And it's, it's interesting now because, um, as a, after today, Sepkus up into sixth place, which is, yeah, is, is a, an amazing result for anybody. Yeah. Um, and let alone a guy that's literally just out there doing his job of helping his, his teammate every day. And he has ridden himself into sixth place. Very impressive. Simon Yates dropped down a good bit today. He's in eighth now. And then rounding up the top 10, you now have two Frenchmen in there. And David Gadou and Guillaume Martin are now uh, in ninth and 10th. And Kofidis, man, they've got a top 10 guy in the tour. How about man. that? Couldn't have told us that on day one. Good on him, man. I'm, I'm You know what? I'm come. I'm pro Kofidis. I'm pro Fidus. <laughs> I'm liking, I love that. They deserve it. Good for them. They do. They've been so, having a good tour. Let's talk briefly about, you know, we're not, we're in the big mountains, people. We're not talking much about the green Jersey because it's not changing uh, here. And it's certainly not going to change. Assuming nothing bad happens to Jasper Phillipson. Uh, nothing's going to change in that Jersey. He's that's his uh, yeah. all the way into uh, <clears throat> Paris by a long shot. He's, he's, uh, well on the lead there. 
Um, obviously, the white jersey is not something that we've even talked about, but that's for, for those of you that are new to this, the white jersey, which is firmly on the shoulders of Tade Pagachar, Pudgy Carl, that's for the best rider under 25 years old. And for the last several years, that has been all Pudgy Carl all the time because he is far and away the best young rider. <laughs> he has owned it. He has owned it. And um, he's, he's pretty well in control of that. Um, but the climbing jersey, man, it mustard. It is that is a dramatic fight that is going yeah. on here with our boy Nilsson Paulus. Man, they were going going at it today too. Him and Chicone. I know we had to um, make a correction yesterday. Our, our tally had not updated uh, at the time that Troy and I went live yesterday, and um, we thought that Paulus had held on to it. But actually, as we have talked about these GC guys eat up so many points on these big mountains and, and palace yesterday ended up tied with Jonas Vingigo. My name is Jonas for the overall point tally. Um, and because Jonas is ahead of him in the GC better time, that means he gets the Jersey. So that's if it, in the event of a points tie on that, the winner, the, you know, the, the tie break goes to the guy who's ranked better. So, Get back to today's race. Palace did get out there. He did get up some points, but he finds himself now in a battle with the Italian Lidl Trek rider, Ciccone. Yeah. And now they're tied <laughs> at the end of today with 58 points in the polka dot jersey. Well, disadvantage to Palace there again because Ciccone is ranked higher than him in the GC. So while they are tied today, uh, Nielsen Palace has, has lost the jersey again to this time Chicone for Trek. So, huh. yeah, back and forth. That is that is as tight as I can ever remember this competition being. Yeah, as well. usually it transfers over to one of the big GC guys, you know, about this mm -hmm. point in the tour because you're getting up into the, the high mountains. Yeah. Let's um, let's talk but, briefly about how that how mustard how that polka dots might shake out because yeah. even though we might be leaving the uh, we're not really leaving the Alps are we we're not really leaving so we've got a rest day tomorrow on Monday we've got a time trial on stage sixteen Tuesday which we're going to talk about Wednesday is another mountain stage and it is a doozy on Wednesday you've got one two category one climbs a category two climb and then an HC climb and another descent finish. It looks like, so that'll be interesting. Um, big climbs there with big mountain points. So there's going to be a fight now between Chicone and Paulus for that. Um, you just get the feeling this tour can't end soon enough for some of these guys that are duking it out, but man, it's making for great racing. It, it makes uh, you, it makes you wonder if Jonas and Pudgy Carl, their teams, they're going to let these kind of big breakaways happen. Anymore. They are. I think they are. I don't think, I mean, I mean, they don't care about the polka dots. That's a, that's a, no, they don't care about that, but yeah. they don't seem to really care about a stage win any, either. They don't certainly not. Certainly not. And people ask, is it possible to win the tour de France and not win a stage? Yes, absolutely. It absolutely is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Accumulated and, time. Yeah. So it, it, it is absolutely possible. And um, we've got a couple of flat stages uh, later next week. And then stage 20, the penultimate stage of the race is another big mountain stage, which is kind of, I mean, the way this tour is kind of bookended by these really hard stages is really interesting muster yeah. because on the next to last day of the tour, you've got 
one, two, three category two climbs, one category three climb, and then two category one climbs. It, this tour is going to come down to the last day, which hasn't happened in a very, very, very long time. That, yeah, usually the last day, everyone's chilling, drinking champagne. Well, Sprinters yeah. are the only ones going at it. <laughs> well, and the last day they will. Which but they that, will, but I love that it's before, the excitement's staying main. Well, let's we talk. No, no, we have no idea. We have no idea how this is going to shake out. Like we've said, I mean, the excitement is just how close these two guys are matched. And it's been so fun to see it. And it's who's who's going to have a great day on on the day that it matters. And it's anybody's game. And we have no idea. So let's talk briefly. Um, we will get into the rest day tomorrow yeah. and probably talk more about time trials because one of my favorite aspects of the sport, and this will be the only time we see it this year, but if you're new to it, the time trials, the individual time trials, this is when the guys are on these super aerodynamic bikes. They are wearing the super aerodynamic pointy helmets. You know, they look like the guys working in the Death Star and Star Wars. <laughs> and it's it's a race against the clock. It's individual. They send them off one at a time. And whoever rides the fastest time, that is your stage winner. But big seconds can be made up in time trials, even on one that is, I would say, relatively short. And this is like a 22K or something like that. But whoever has a good day on a time trial uh, could make up big time. And when a GC is only separated by 10 seconds, man, oh, it's man. huge day. It's a, it is a huge day coming I, out of a rest day, which I feel like it's pretty stressful for those two, like a lot of anxiety. Oh my God. I mean, they, this race could be one come down to a time trial. Yeah. This could separate them out. And both of these guys are good time trialists, right? And I don't know who do you give the edge to in a tra in a time trial because they they are basically tied mustard. And yeah, it is this race against the clock could tell. Because you so you said it with a time trial, and they're both good time time trialists. It, I think it all comes down to who is just feeling better that day. Yeah, it's or you know makes the perfect turn and doesn't mm -hmm. overshoot a turn and have to get on the brakes. Yeah, you know it's. Uh, it just the the smallest, minutest little thing yeah. will separate these two guys. And I can guarantee you that both of these guys have have pre-ridden this time trial course probably 100%. several times. Yes, they know they've had this on the calendar. They know how important this day is. I, I they're not surprised that it's this close. I'm sure. So right. you've got 157 riders that'll go off one by one, and the time trial is, they call it the race of truth. And it is that it is one-on-one -on -one, you against the clock and the best time wins. Oh, and there's something and, beautiful and, and amazing and pure about a time trial that I just love. Go ahead. What were you going to say? And uh, I was just going to say, you know, they're going to be getting time splits in their radio yeah. in their earpiece. So yeah, they're going to be being told from their director, go harder here, mm -hmm. but you know, You've got this, so it's yep. they're going to be, you know, being pushed to. Oh yeah, oh yeah, to the max. and and they'll be the last two. Pudgy Carl will be yeah. second to last. Jonas, because he is the the race leader, gets the benefit of going last, so he will know what he has to do. Um, yeah, and, you know, he and he and Pudgy Carl will be on the course at the same time, of course, but 
he will be getting time checks in his ear, as Mustard said, from his team radio. His team car will be telling him where he is, what he has to do relative to Pudgy Carl. Now, if I look at this course profile, it's it's not it's got a little category two bump towards the end, but it is an uphill finish. Yeah. To the finish line in Combleau. Is that how you say that? C O M B L O U X. Yeah. Combleau. That's right. Combleau. Combleau. Um, I, that seems like a gradual uphill finish to the finish line. That seems like it might favor Pudgy Carl to me, the way this one looks. It's not super steep like a Jonas might like, but right. I don't know, man. I think I, I kind of agree with you. I just think, you know, it Pudgy Carl, he's got, he's more of a power rider. Mm -hmm. Jonas likes to settle in and just, you know, grind it. Yep. Uh, he needs a long, steep climb. He likes to yeah. sit down, whereas it it might be to Pudgy Carl's advantage. It seems like it might. Makes you wonder if today he just kind of thought, "Gee, I don't know. Let's let's take this to the rest day." Yeah. You know, they tr they went for it. You know, they certainly went for it. But he was not able to gap Jonas today. No. Um, makes you makes you think. Okay, well, let's take it to the rest day. Let's come out and rock this time trial and see what we can do. And I, I think the edge goes to Pogachar based on the the profile of this thing, but who knows, dude? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Can't wait to find out. <laughs> so we'll rest day tomorrow. Mustard, will we be able to connect tomorrow? Yeah, sure. Should be able to do something. If not, I'll I'll call in, say hi to everyone, say Good. hi to you. But well, please, um, please do. It's not your cabin looks lovely. Well, thank you. It's very People rustic. Yeah, that's good. Rustic. It is, it is wonderful up here. That's nice. Well, uh, get outside and enjoy it. Watch out for, for the moose. Those things are vicious, I hear. Yeah, you want to run around a tree if they start chasing you. They can't That's make tight turns. Oh, yeah? They're not uh, technical riders? Technical. Just more sprinters? Like they need a yeah. straight lead out? You don't, you don't want them to catch you straight on. You're no. gone. You're we, dead. Haven't really, we haven't spent a lot of time talking about you know animals and, and how they compare to tour riders. <laughs> but maybe there's a maybe there's a sub a subplot there. Um, well, enjoy Maine mustard. I'm super Thank jealous. You. It's hotter than the fires of hell down here in the south. So enjoy uh, your time up there and uh, keep it. Maine seems like a place where people might be making yarn and doing the tour de fleece. I I bet they have some people keep, up here. I yeah, need to keep, find them. Keep your eyes open. They're probably out there. Um. Well, man, have fun, and uh, we'll catch up tomorrow. Okay. Hey, everybody, That's this has good. been the, the Tour de France for Idiots by Idiots, presented by Hand Up Gloves. Head over to handupgloves.com, discount code IDIOTS, get 20% off. Head over to theblackbibs.com, $40 bibs, all their quality gear for not much money. Thanks a lot. This has been Stage 15 coverage. Mustard, good to have you back today, man. We'll see you tomorrow. Great to be back. Thank you, Jelly. Au revoir, friends. Au revoir, mes amis. Bye-bye.